Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And wonderful fall greetings to you today. It is November 3rd, 2023. Isn't it funny? Just a handful of weeks we'll be sitting down and celebrating Thanksgiving together. What a time for Thanksgiving, especially in our ministry here, the Heaven Tour. I'm going to be going this weekend up to Virginia, West Virginia, and Kentucky, and I can't tell you how excited I get to be able to share these truths and give encouragement and even the salvation message to some. We are just so, so happy on the progress that the Lord has given us in the Heaven Tour ministry, and I want to thank you for joining me. Would you do this? Would you tell others about this podcast? I do know that we have some truck drivers that tell me that they will be listening to our podcasts and other uh, of my social media presentations as they travel, and that's wonderful. And to the truckers, I say thank you so much for showing such a diligence in studying God's Word about uh, heaven and about the God of heaven, learning about this Lord and uh, what we're going to be like, the, the promises as we see in the Scripture. So thank you so much for being so faithful. Could you tell others? Just let them know. Maybe there is somebody in your neighborhood or in your family that could use some encouragement, a believer who maybe is facing death or a sickness or has lost somebody, and this would really be an encouragement. Or someone else just has questions about heaven. We have hundreds of podcasts here, and I try to get uh, the, the questions answered from every angle as they come in. I'll receive numerous emails each day asking questions and texts and uh, direct messages through the different social media. Try to answer what I can, and so uh, this is just an exciting time for me. This weekend, on November 5th, I will be in Pound, Virginia at Independent Baptist Church. In Pound, Virginia, Pastor Randy Reagan welcomes you to come and join him and uh, the rest of the wonderful congregation in Pound, Virginia. I'm going to be speaking three times in a combined uh, study with youth and adults in the morning time. Uh, And then in the main service, I'll be talking about the rewards of heaven. In the evening time, I'll have a question and answer session. Uh, All of that, anybody can come. Obviously, there's no cost. You know that. Pound, Virginia at Independent Baptist Church. And then Pastor Reagan is going to take me as a tour guide uh, down through West Virginia over to Calvary Baptist Church. Calvary Baptist Church in Williamson, West Virginia. That's about an hour and a half down the road from Pound, Virginia, Williamson, West Virginia, and Pastor Hiram Justice says, welcome, come on to the evening service, and we'll have a grand time there. My West Virginia friends, I hope I can see you there. And then I will finish out the circuit by going over and being a conference speaker, one of three conference speakers at the uh, meeting in Hazard, Kentucky. Hazard, Kentucky, it's going to be the association, no, I'm sorry, it is the Appalachian Independent Ministers Fellowship. The Appalachian Independent Ministers Fellowship. These are church planters. These are pastors. These are missionaries. All gathering together. I understand there's probably 30 different representations. I'm not sure of the exact number that will be there. And make sure you come on to Hazard, Kentucky over at that time, and that will be throughout the day. And then on the way back, I'll be stopping and saying hi to uh, Pastor Dale Cunningham 
and his wonderful folks over at Buffalo Ridge uh, Church. Uh, in heading back on over to South Carolina, I will then be back. And during this time, I'll be sure to be faithful, as the Lord allows me, to have our morning class times uh, that when I'll be able to share with you on the different social media. Every weekday morning, it's going to be on TikTok at 8.30 to 9.30, and then 9.30 to 10.30 a.m. These are all Eastern time. 9.30 to 10.30 a.m. over on YouTube, and these are live classes. You can write questions in. We always have a Q&A time. Well, I want to tell you about, oh my goodness, this is such a wonderfully exciting passage here. When I read these things, and we just get so, so encouraged when we read through the scripture and see what the Lord says about heaven. You know, we've talked about this. I mean, you know, we, we've looked at these other passages in the past. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 17. What does God the Father say? I'm going to give the faithful one, the overcomer, a white stone and on the stone a new name that is inscribed that no one knows except the one who receives it. And we talked about that. That is a sports motif. That stone has an inscription of the winning uh, athlete in those days. This is giving you the intimation that you will have won the race of faithfulness and you are going to receive a stone, a trophy. We have trophies today. And theirs was a, a stone, no doubt carved, uh, just eloquently uh, etched with the name of someone. But your name is going to be a private name between you and the Lord. No one knows except the one who receives it. What this means, we can only imagine. This is just telling us God, who knows you so intimately, is going to reward you with a name, an extra name. We had Simon, and then Jesus added the name of Peter to him, the rock. And so Simon Peter, as we know, did not lose his identity or lose his name when he came to Christ. He added to it. So we see that. We see Isaiah 56, verses 5 through 8. Here's God the Father, the God of peace, um, the, the God of rewards, as we saw, Yahweh Gemulah. He says, to the faithful one, to the one who follows me, I will give them in my house, again speaking of the Father's home in heaven, and within my walls a memorial and a name better than sons and daughters. I will give each of those overcomers, each of those believers, an everlasting name that will never be cut off. So when we see these, we're staggered by all of these promises, and we just thank the Lord for being able to head to home. And then we find out, what's our condition going to be like? Well, we're going to have Philippians chapter 3 and verse 21 tells us, we have humble bodies right now. Boy, isn't that the truth? I mean, if you've ever seen me, you know, during one of our classes, you know that uh, there's no reason for me to brag whenever you take a look at my face. We have humble bodies right now, might be humbled by sickness, might be humbled by loneliness, might be humbled by fatigue, all of these different things. And we are told, not only Revelation 21.4, that death is gone in our eternal estate with the Lord, sickness is gone, pain is gone, but we also have no more mourning, no more crying, no more sorrow. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 21 says this humble body will be likewise will turn into the glorified body, just like Christ. We are going to have a glorified body. We're reminded of that in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 2. We, we don't really know what we're going to be like right now. We don't know all the details, 1 John 3, 2 says, but it says we know this. 
we will see Jesus as he is and we will be like him. Now, along with all these promises comes a, a constant question to me every week. Will we know our loved ones in heaven? Those who have been believers who were related to us. Or for that matter, you might say, I had a wonderful neighbor. I had a wonderful pastor, pastor's wife, others. And my question is, would I know them? I consider them loved ones, as close and dear as my family. You know, would I have any any assurance that I would be able to recognize them in heaven? And will they know me? And so we've looked at different passages, and I want to give you some more on here. Just so very encouraging. We know that the believer of the Old Testament, David, who lost an infant. The little one was lost in the, the early days of his birth. And David says in 2 Samuel chapter 12 and verse 23, I will go to be with him. David, under the spirit of prophecy, knew that he would go to see his little one in heaven, recognize him. Jesus himself says in Matthew chapter 8 and verse 11, why, they'll come from the east and the west, and they will sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We will recognize them, but I want to say something else here too. Understand, they know each other. That's father, son, and grandson. First intimacy that uh, we get, and intimating that we will know family members. We've been related on earth. We will recognize each other as family in heaven. No wonder the Bible says in Luke 6, 21, we will laugh, or Isaiah 55, 11, that happiness will endure forever because we're going to recognize our loved ones. Like 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 19, when Paul says, one of my great joys is when I recognize you in heaven in front of Jesus. You know, Jesus is going to be gathering us together. We'll all be unified under Christ. Ephesians 1.10 says that. We're going to be with family. Here's, here's what I wanted to share with you. And yet another passage here. You go back into the Old Testament and you keep seeing this term in the Old Testament when the the early leaders of the, of the faith in Yahweh would die, they kept saying, Genesis 25, Genesis 35, Genesis 49, all say that when someone died, they were gathered to his people, gathered to his people. Well, someone got agitated when I shared this one time. They said, all that means is you're taking the bones and you're putting them in the cave. We all know that historically that they would bury families. They would have family plots or family caves. You know, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was 20 years ago, they had uncovered the Gath family, Goliath of Gath, Goliath's family, a very well-kept and even uh, artistically enhanced cave, and had the ossuaries, the the burial boxes of that family. And that would be the gathering. So yes, that actually happened historically. But here's the thing. If we're going to say that that only means that this you are going to die and your body will then be put alongside others, then we have two different passages which are going to beg an argument with you. Gathering to his people, gathering to his people is intimated in early writings as being the faithful going into the presence of God with the other loved ones, your people. Think about this. If it only means that your body is going to be put with others, 
And it, it, when we see this, it's very, very striking. In Genesis chapter 49, Joseph, in Genesis chapter 49, verses 29 and 33. If you'll write that down in your notes, I want to show you something most striking here. Genesis chapter 49, we'll start in verse 29. Joseph is now talking, and he says this. He's, he's uh, going in his, his years. He knows the end of his life is coming. And then he calls the, those over here. Let me back up a little bit and take you to uh, Genesis uh, 49 and verse 28. All these are the 12 tribes of Israel, and this is what their father spoke to him. So he's speaking to his little ones, his younger ones. Let's put it that way, his sons. So he blessed them. He blessed them, every one of them, with a blessing appropriate to him. Then he commanded them and said to them, I'm about to be gathered to my people. And he gives instruction as how he's to be buried. Buried with my fathers in the cave that's in the field of Ephron the Hittite. Okay, then you say, well, that's just telling you he's saying to be buried there. But listen, he says, I'm about to be gathered to my people. Then you go down to verse 33. Joseph finished commanding his sons and he drew his feet into the bed, breathed his last and was gathered to his people. Well, you say, okay, well, that just means he's, he's going on. No, 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 no. He breathed his last and was gathered to his people. That verse is talking about an within-the-moment occurrence. Now, how can I say that? Because everybody that knows Egyptian history, especially among the elite, knows that there was a requirement among those in the upper echelons of administration of the, of their, the pharaohs and the leaders. There was a requirement for embalming, and then a time of sorrow, of mourning, for 70 days. Yet verse 33 says what 29 had predicted. Joseph says, I'm about to be gathered to my people. Then it says, he breathed his last, was gathered to his people. He would not be buried for 70 days. So you can't say, this means that he would be put with his... No, it says he was gathered to his people at that time, Genesis 49, verse 33. He's with his people. He's in heaven with those other believers. Listen to what it says in, with Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 50. God the Father himself is talking to Moses. And he says, you will die. You will be gathered to your people. But when he dies, and indeed, verse uh, chapter 34 in Deuteronomy says... He was gathered to his people, but when he died, this is most striking. Listen to this when I take you here. Then it says, whenever he died, according to the command of Yahweh there in the land of Moab, they buried him. He was not able to go back to the promised land. You know this. He wasn't able to go back to his ancestry. And so it says, and they buried him, verse 6, in the valley, in the land of Moab, opposite Beth Fior, but no man knows his burial place to this day. They buried him. He was never located. He was never physically gathered to his people. He was spiritually gathered to his people. How do we know that? Because God the Father said to himself, you will be gathered to your people. What a promise. God the Father is using this phrase in which we can know 
that we will be able to recognize and enjoy our loved ones. Think about this, Isaiah 66 and verse 22. For just as the new heavens and the new earth, because of course they'll be carried along and we'll get to know ones we've never met. That's what Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 12, I will be fully known even as I fully known. So Isaiah 66 and verse 22, for just as the new heavens and the new earth, which I make will endure before me, declares Yahweh, so your offspring and your name will endure. Your family members, your offspring, the believers, they're going to be there and they will endure and so will your name. Think about that. Isn't that incredible? These promises of God that we will not be left lonely. We join the family. We keep our identity and we enhance our identity, as Paul says. We will be, the difference between us now and then when we're with God the Father in heaven is the difference between a seed right now and then a full-grown tree. We've talked about that so many times. What a promise here. Gathering to his people. The, the Lord just continually gives us these blessings upon blessings, and one of them is we will not be left lonely. We will be gathered to our people. No loved ones? Absolutely. These Bible verses help us out. These passages give us clarity. Thank you so much for your listening and your understanding. This is Brad here. And as I am continuing on, all of your gifts, all of your encouragement helps so much. If you want to send anything to us right now, we're working on the electronic means on our new website, which is capable for you to see right now on your phone at theheaventour.com theheaventour.com. You can get it right on your mobile phone. We have it all mobile phone ready. But if you'd like to send us uh, anything, we, we are a 501c3 uh, corporation, and you do receive all eligible donations, receive a tax deduction. You would write to The Heaven Tour, Post Office Box 795, Pickens, South Carolina, 29671. Once again, it is The Heaven Tour, Post Office Box 795, Pickens, South Carolina, 29671. Thank you, God bless you, and Lord willing, we'll talk soon. In order for the Heaven Tour to continue fulfilling our mission, we humbly ask for your support. Your generosity allows us to continue to proclaim and explain the biblical truth of heaven and to mentor many. All eligible donations are tax deductible, so please prayerfully consider an end of year gift. You can send your gift to the Heaven Tour, P.O. Box 795 Pickens, South Carolina 29671. Thank you and have a blessed Thanksgiving.